Hello, and welcome to the ASCA Audio Update, ASCA's newest member communication, where our goal is to provide updates on matters of interest to ASCA members, including legislation, regulation, education, ASCA events, and more. And because we know you're busy, we intend to keep these updates short and to the point, lasting no more than five to 10 minutes. Joining me on today's update is Karen Newberry, ASCA's Chief Advocacy Officer, and she's here to discuss some important developments at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, or CMS. Kara, welcome. Thanks for having me, Charlie. Kara, last week, CMS announced that it was developing a demonstration project to essentially test the idea of requiring ambulatory surgery centers to seek prior authorization from Medicare administrative contractors before performing procedures on Medicare patients. I realize we're only at the comment stage, but is there more you can tell us about this proposal? Uh, a little more, Charlie, but not as much as I'd love to be able to tell you. The notice came a little bit out of left field. Um, there is a prior authorization requirement for certain procedures in the hospital outpatient perspective payment system, uh, primarily around uh, neurostimulators. So it could have something to do with that. Um, MedPAC, the group that advises CMS and Congress on Medicare payments, has also raised concerns with um, the pain management volume done in ASCs and the medical necessity of that volume. So it could have something to do with that. But we really just don't know because there is no additional information about any specific procedures or specialties that might be targeted under this demonstration. In addition, demonstration usually means uh, specific geographic regions, and there is no mention of what um, areas of the country may be impacted. So right now, we just have to assume that it could uh, be across the board for every ASC in the country. Well, Kara, I think we can expect this proposal to raise some serious concerns with our members. What assurances can we provide at this stage that you know, we'll do everything we can to make sure their voices are heard at CMS and on Capitol Hill? ASCA will certainly be commenting on this notice. Uh, we will be indicating that um, there's really no um, clear evidence of fraud in the ASC setting. So that was something that was uh, mentioned in the notice was that they wanted to try to address any potential Medicare fraud. And really there just isn't a history of that in the ASC setting. So our comments will focus on that as well as you know this additional burden that would be placed on our facilities with really no increase um, significant increase in the uh, reimbursement for Medicare um, volume. So we're, you know, we're hoping that we'll get a lot more information on this in the proposed rule. But um, in a, in advance of that, we certainly will be raising um, significant uh, concerns and questions about why this is necessary. Okay, Kara, I have one more CMS-related question for you today. And it relates to the fast approaching deadline to submit codes for consideration to Medicare's ASC covered procedures list. And that's Friday, March 1st. What can you tell us about the sub submissions that you will be making on behalf of ASCA and its members? And what opportunities still remain for members to submit on their own? Great. Thanks for uh, mentioning this, Charlie. Um, this is a brand new um, process uh, this year. Uh, so for the first time, there will be a more formal uh, portal on CMS's website through which uh, stakeholders can submit codes for consideration. There is an attestation that uh, when you submit that you're saying that these codes don't run afoul of any of the exclusionary criteria that should keep the procedure off 
of the ASC cover procedure list. And then there's also a box uh, where you can upload any sub, uh, supporting documentation. So research or you know outcomes data that you might have to support a code. Um, so for ASCA's um, submission, you know, we are uh, finalizing that uh, as we speak, but um, we're looking at certain cardiovascular procedures that have been brought forth by ASCA members um, and a cardiovascular working group that we have um, uh, right now at ASCA, as well as uh, a couple of spine codes um, that we have been requesting for several years now. Um, but we do have some good outcomes data on those. And that's why we think that that would uh, make for a compelling case for addition. So those are the codes we're focusing on right now. Um, you know, this is, like I said, this is the first time we're trying this. So we'll see what we decide to do for next year. But we really wanted to target and focus on just, uh, you know, a handful or two of uh, codes because um, we want CMS to provide feedback to us on why they uh, plan to add or not to add those codes, uh, which we should see in their proposed payment rule that comes out in July. Kara, thanks for that. Um, and that's about all the time we have today. Um, I thank you for the informative updates. I'm sure our members will appreciate them as well. Great, thanks for having me, Charlie. Okay, for any Ask a member looking for additional information on these or other topics, please visit the Ask a website at ASCAssociation.org. And finally, before concluding, I'd like to thank our audio update sponsor, Amsurge, a leading ASC management company with more than 250 ASC partners in 34 states. To learn more, visit amsurge.com. <laughs>